Welcome to another episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast, where we focus on building better businesses. I believe in order to be the best leader that you can be, you must be willing to be the first follower and have a servant mentality when you're in a leadership position. If you want to be the best leader that you possibly can be, be sure to stay tuned and listen to industry leaders and hear how they built winning cultures in their own businesses. Hey, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tactical Friday. You heard from him this past Monday, and I'm welcoming Sean Lake back onto the show so we can talk a little bit more about mindset, fitness, and business. Sean, welcome back to the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Man, I'm super excited about this because obviously it was a great conversation from this past Monday that we had a lot of interesting cross-mingling from our paths and our journey. And I really want to give the audience the opportunity to learn more about how mindset, fitness, business, how it all mingles together and really your take on how everything from meditation to working out to making that part of your routine can really benefit everything you're working on. Well, a hundred percent, you know, you just said it right there, routine. You know, there's a lot of evidence about how long it takes to establish a routine. How does a habit become a routine and like something become just part of what you do every day. Like you never used to drink coffee, but at some point you start drinking coffee and then all of a sudden coffee just becomes a part of your life. And it's part of the addictive qualities in caffeine, but it's also part of a lifestyle. And like you kind of choose this, all the decisions we make throughout a day can become habitual and they can become ingrained in us. And it does take a certain amount of practice up front, but so does tying your shoes and then you just do it. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, to dive in there. I mean, I think mindset is a fascinating subject and it's not something you master. It's a lifetime journey. That's what I want people to kind of recognize, right? It's not, and this, I mean, it translates so well from fitness into business where you don't go into the gym once and walk out looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger, right? You don't meditate once and then all of a sudden you're Gandhi and have inner peace and all this stuff, right? It is literally a practice where you have to continually do it. And we talked about from SilFit to CrossFit and the different aspects of hitting those reps and doing different aspects of it. Can you kind of just unpack that a little bit of how you can translate that consistency into your day and making sure you're starting your day intentionally? Yeah. So, you know, one of the things that I learned, again, we, you and I joke about this, CrossFit is, has a bit of a cultish stigma to it, and that's well-earned, but it's the why is it well-earned is worth unpacking for a moment. When you subject yourself to something that is so transformative that you want to talk about it, that is powerful. And, you know, like a human nature tends to gravitate towards the negative. And what I mean by that is if you, I'm going to use the restaurant example. For every time you eat at a restaurant, you are 10 times more likely to talk about that restaurant if you had a bad experience than if you had a positive experience. And this is like well-documented sociological study stuff. So it's like you go to a restaurant, you have a phenomenal meal, you keep it to yourself. You don't necessarily jump out of your skin to be like, Zach, the next time you're in Encinitas, you got to go to Born and Raised. It's the best steak in the world. You just don't do that. But if I have a horrible experience, I might embellish a story and tell you about how the server dropped my food and, you know, oh, it was chaotic or whatever. Well, fitness and the journey of fitness also is a very private, personal journey. When you find a way through that, and this is what the power of CrossFit, you want to share that because you found a community of like-minded individuals and you want to share this with the world. You want to bring them in. You want them to have that same kind of transformative experience. And it's a fairly selfless ask, but you're also really proud of what you've accomplished. So that's CrossFit in that world, right? And that can be, I don't care what you do. It's something that you do. So let's say you're 
that person who's in their thirties, let's role play this one into you haven't done fitness, right? You're not there. Well, how do you tap into that? How do you take that first step? It could be incredibly intimidating to go into a fitness environment where everyone is ripped or the perception is everyone's a superhero of fitness. The fact is that's not the case. So the first thing you have to do is remove those objections. Those objections will keep you out of ever joining the gym. The other objection on the gym thing is you always think you have to get fit to join a gym. Like I can't join that gym until I'm fit. Okay. So you just gave yourself an excuse to like suddenly become motivated at home to do all this fitness by yourself with no accountability and no one there to drive you and push you and like tap into like your human potential. That ain't going to happen. So you have to get over that objection, that, that first one, that resistance to taking the first step. And what you will find, whether it's Orange Theory, whether it's F45, whether it's 24-hour fitness, is that the hardest step is the step in the door. Once you're in there, you will find a way. And you don't have to find a way the way like the super fit person does. You got to find your way. And understanding and accepting that doesn't make you weak. It makes you realistic. And this is key to any of these habits. It's being realistic. Every goal that I would talk to you about has a starting point of that first step. And then it's the second step. And then it's the third step. So there's you know famous studies that say it takes 21 days to establish a pattern. How hard is it to go 21 days? That's fitness. It's do that first day. So let's say I tell you, I want you to do 100 push-ups. And you look at me and you say, I can't do 10 push-ups. Okay, well, can you do one? And the answer is most likely, yes, I can do one push-up. Okay, so do one push-up and then rest one entire minute and then do another push-up and rest an entire minute and do another push-up. And all of a sudden, I can get you to do 10 push-ups in 10 minutes. All of a sudden, I broke through a barrier with you. Something that wasn't attainable became attainable. And then you start going like, well, what else could I do? I got a whole minute to kill. Well, maybe you can learn how to squat or kneel down and stand up or lift something up over your head. There's so many simple things you can unlock and realize that you can do that with repetition. And all of a sudden you're building a very small foundation and then you're sore and then you're not sore. And then you go back to it. You know what I mean? Like you just got to take those first attainable steps. And I think that's a mindset of, I don't need to run a marathon. My first time lacing up my running shoes. I need to run around the block. That's it. I need to go for a walk that's 10 minutes long because the longest I've ever walked is five minutes. Okay. And you know, that's it. You start with those baby steps, those, those first steps of attainable goals, and you build on that small foundation. That's fitness. Well, why do fitness? What are the benefits that you would ever get from being fit? Energy. Name a human aside from a five-year-old child who says they don't need more energy. Not you need it, man. <laughs> right. Like who doesn't wake up slugging that cup of coffee in the morning because they need that energy kick? Well, if you have a fitness foundation, if you have a certain amount of energy built from Pilates or yoga or running or doing push-ups in your living room, you're establishing that foundation and you get energy from that. The second thing you get from fitness is a certain amount of mental clarity. I can't state how much fitness level sets my day. I don't care what issues I've encountered. If I practice some form of fitness, I leave in a better headspace than when I came into it. And it's not practiced. It's not conscious. I give myself a linear task. I perform said task, right? Whether it's a push-up, a pull-up, a squat, 
you know, a, a kettlebell swing, whatever the thing is, I leave that experience of having a very simple task. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about what didn't I do. I'm not thinking about my to-do list. I'm thinking about the very simple task in front of me. Pick something up, put it over here or you know, whatever the task is. So my approach afterwards, my engagement afterwards into my next work task or life task or family task is so much, it's just got so much better intent. Like I'm like, I'm ready to focus in on it and lock and load. So you, you get this mental level set from fitness. So energy and that alone are worth it. Now, confidence, confidence feeds into so many areas of our lives. And when you are fit, you gain a level of confidence. You just carry yourself different. And if you don't have that today, maybe you're not even aware of it. So don't, it doesn't matter if you're not aware of it. Just join me on that journey of going on your first run or your first push up or whatever it is. And think about holding on to that for a couple of months. And you are going to carry yourself different. You're going to have a confidence about you that isn't arrogant. It's just, you just feel good. You're just more capable. And who doesn't want to be more capable in life? So that's fitness. And now think of an entrepreneur who has to think of a hundred different things during the day and be a leader in a lot of different areas and make decisions and be capable and have the endurance to do the tasks to get the job done. Sounds like fitness is a no-brainer. Like that's just a baseline to be able to be successful as a spouse, as a parent, as a friend, as a business owner, or as an employee or whatever your calling is, just be better at it. So that's the physical side that will help the mental side. It will help the endurance side. It'll help you with the energy. It helps you with confidence. It helps you in so many ways that just you just bring your best self, man. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And that's something I talk a lot about with clients because it's, especially coming out of the non, and you can correlate with this. You've hung out with military guys. You've been friends with, you've worked out with. So a lot of that I'm, I'm sure is rubbed off on you where it's one of those, a lot of my clients that have never been in that world they look at me like I'm crazy because I still get up at 4 a.m. every day and I start my day with that intentionality. And it's like, that's ingrained in me. That's part of what the army told me was like, you get up, you go work out and then you start your day. Right. Yep. So there's a lot to be said with like accomplishing small tasks like that. And it doesn't have to be a great workout today. I did not do a great workout feeling under the weather and didn't even want to be in the gym, but it's one of those, you go, you knock it out because at the end of the day, it's like accomplishing a small task. That book that was written, I can't remember uh, the Admiral's name, but make your bed in the morning. That oh, McRaven. Speech. Yes, McRaven. You know, something as small as making your bed in the morning every single day, like start that day off, like just knock it out. It can be stuff that small. It doesn't have to be, okay, I'm going to go lose hundred pounds. It's like, go take that lap around the block and come back. All right. So, so that right there, like I've talked about this before with friends, but like your daily routine. And there's a list of things that I do every single morning upon awakening. And they don't always happen in a perfect order, but Within the first 60 minutes of being awake, these things have happened. Number one is make the bed. Making the bed symbolically just means that you can accomplish a task and you start your day with something in the bank. Like you've just, you've checked that box. You made the bed. You've shown that you can organize that task. And there's probably a lot more to it. Like the first win of the day right there, right? You have one win in the bank. You made your bed. The second thing that I do, I learned from my wife, and that is I make a warm lemon water. So we take a, a wedge of lemon, squeeze it into a glass of heated water, and it, it's meant to balance your pH first thing in the morning. It's a little bit North County woo-woo, but it's science. I mean, it's literally you're more alkaline in the morning, so you balance your pH and whatever. So I slug that back, and I go and hit the pillow, and I meditate. 
And I might meditate for four minutes. I might meditate for 12 minutes, but I am going to meditate in the morning. And I use that time while my kids are probably spinning around going crazy to just lock and load. And I practice a very specific type of meditation. It clears my head. It allows me to focus on quite literally nothing during that time and just clearing the slate. Because when I wake up, we all wake up and we're bombarded. You have a cell phone right next to your face. Chances are waiting with a stack of emails and social media and news and just you're ready to get barraged. It'll be there in five minutes. It'll be there in 10 minutes. Take this time, level set. Once I've done that, I've made my bed now. I've had my warm lemon water. Then I have meditated. Now I'm ready to get into it. From a nutrition standpoint, I use our products. I make a small pot of coffee. I put MCT oil powder and collagen protein in one cup of coffee in the morning and I start my day and I am on. So I, I wouldn't say I intermittent fast, but I don't usually have breakfast till after 9 a.m. And at that point, I've been up for several hours and I find that cup of coffee satiating and healing and energizing. So I've already kind of level set in the morning and then I'm ready to go. Physical training for me, because of the three and five-year-old, there's kind of an X factor in their days right now. So I tend to train in the afternoons right before coming home. I can't wait in some ways. So they're a little bit older and then I can go back to my 5.00 AM workouts. They just get them done. My wife is a newscaster. So she leaves the house at 3.00 AM. So I'm at home with the kids. There's no version. Like I can't go to the gym at five in the morning or six in the morning. Cause dad's got to be home with the kiddos and I wouldn't trade it for the world. But the point is these routines help me level set for the day. I am more productive and I feel more ready to engage once I have established those baselines, just like popping a multivitamin, eating breakfast, tying your shoes. Like these are all things you can just do and they help your state of mind go into whatever the day is going to bring. You've got some victories under your belt. You've got a good mindset to go and tackle it. I absolutely love that. And I rave about that myself where it's got to be one of those setting the day with that intentionality, right? You're getting up, you have your task list, you knock it out and you move, you move forward in the day with that confidence. You're talking about building confidence. I think that's a huge piece of it. And I want to give the audience another opportunity. Where can they find your products? Where can they start integrating some of these uh, nutrients into their diet kind of level set what they're doing, like you're talking about and the best way to find more of the content you're putting out in that world. Yeah. So Bub's Naturals, we, we have two main products that, that the audience should know about. One is collagen protein. So collagen is a connective tissue protein. You have more collagen as a protein in your body, Zach, than any other protein, hair, skin, nails, your bones, your joints, muscles, and your intestines are all woven through with collagen. It's a glue that holds us all together. Well, you stop making collagen in your twenties. So you have to supplement with a high quality source of collagen to kind of keep creating collagen and synthesizing it. So our collagen and the product line that we have is designed to do just that. It is there for your gut health, for your joint health, muscle recovery, and of course, all that vanity stuff. It's unflavored and it's heat tolerant. I throw it right in my coffee in the morning. I drink a great cup of coffee. So that's my physical body well-being. The second product is uh, your, basically, we call it your favorite non-dairy creamer. It's an MCT oil powder. It's tapioca starch, which is a powder, and it's coconut oil. And you put those two things together and the oil soaks into the powder. And it's like a little creamer in your coffee that unlocks mental focus and amazing energy. So what does all that mean? Well, an MCT is a medium chain triglyceride. It's a healthy fat derived from coconut oil that your brain eats for food. 
So that's how you get that little mental focus. You're just a little clearer thinking throughout the day. You're just a little bit sharper. You feel a little bit more witty and on it. And your brain is using that fat for food and energy as your body is. So your body doesn't use the sugar that's out there in the world. It's using a healthy fat. That's a clean engine. And you get energy for hours. So I used to be a three, four cup of coffee a day guy. I'm a cup a day now. So those two products really tune you up for the day. You're, you're building the foundation for your body and your mind from one cup of coffee. So we, we call it the Bub's Brew. And you know more information on all the stuff's at our, our website. So it's bubsnaturals.com, B-U-B-S-N-A-T-U-R-A-L-S.com. And all of our social media where we share recipes and stories and anecdotes and little Glennisms from back in the day, that's all at Bub's Naturals. And, you know, again, talking about these habits, it's really taking the first step. If meditation is the scariest thing in the world to you, tell me you can't sit still for one minute, one minute. That's all I would ask of anyone. One minute, set an alarm on your phone for 60 seconds and be alone with your thoughts. And, or more importantly, watch how your thoughts ping around everywhere. It's a learning experience. And then one minute can become two, two can become three, three can become four. And gradually over time, you've got a habit. You have a daily routine. And that's what I would encourage everyone to find is look at your daily routine. There's not a single human on this planet that doesn't benefit from exercise. And there's not a single human on this planet that doesn't benefit from a good routine in the morning to set their day up. I love it. Sean, thanks so much for that insight, man. Thanks so much for putting this in the world and honoring Glenn's memory like this, man. It's huge and maintaining that legacy is just impactful and everything that y'all do with Bubs Natural is absolutely amazing, man. I appreciate everything that you've brought to the show today, my friend. Thanks, Zach. I really appreciate you having me on here. I appreciate it all. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Tactical Leadership Podcast. And I hope you got a ton of value out of what we talked about today. I also want to remind you that this show is brought to you by Night Protection Services. If you're a leader in a small to mid-sized business that does five to $10 million a year in revenue, and want to improve retention costs, which could actually add up to being twice your employee's salary, all through creating a safer work environment and saving up to 25% in insurance costs, be sure to visit nightprotectionllc.com.